Vienna Princess and Brutality. They race to the lead. It's Vienna Princess, the inside of Brutality. Pizarro's up to third. Vienna Princess, Brutality in a two-horse war. But Brutality doesn't know how to lie down. And under the 62, he breaks a long drought and wins. Beats Vienna Princess. Photo for third. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. There were some fantastic wins at Ramwick yesterday, but this was the one that really brought a smile to my face. A few punters, I'm sure, throwing tickets on the ground and maybe cursing brutality, but this guy would not have been Joe Pride. It must have been such a satisfying win to see brutality win and on top of the ground on a good track. Welcome to you. Yes, good morning, Ben. Yeah, it's, um, it's probably pretty rare that you see a horse win his first race ever on good ground at his, um, I think, 47th start. Um, so he saved it for a long time, and we've been looking for a, a wet track for him all winter, and um, it's been one of the driest ones on record. So he hasn't had hasn't had much opportunity. And, um, yeah, look, I mean, he's clearly off in the twilight of his career and, and um, decision to be made pretty shortly about what we do with him, but it was just very satisfying to to get a, another win from, from a horse who's been so good to us. There's no denying that he needs a few things to go right. It's not just the weather typically, but also race shape as well. I feel as though he really enjoyed the fact there weren't that many runners in his way yesterday. It was a smaller field. He was able to loom into the race at the right time, and he's always had that strong turn of foot late, hasn't he? Yeah, it was the perfect storm for him, really, and and that's what makes it... I've managed a lot of these older horses through the tail end of their careers and, and not many of them um, end in a blaze of glory for obvious reasons. It's the end of their career. But, um, you know, for him to strike a race like that, um, it was it was just absolutely perfect for him. And um, even on top of the ground, he was able to um, give a massive effort, really, because Vienna Princess had him cold and um, he fought really hard. And I'm sure that'll take a bit out of him. I get the impression that the the end is nigh. Is there any consideration to to ending on a high? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So it's mm. got to speak speak to a couple of the the other stakeholders today. But um, um, yeah, look, I I think it's um it's not it's pretty rare you get an opportunity to um, um, finish them up in the in under a set of circumstances like this. But it's um, as I say, we'll consider all things um, over the next day or so. But um, He's been, he's been a great horse. He only cost thirty thousand dollars, and and he's given um, a great group of owners a, a, a really good ride, culminating when he won the when he won the Villiers, which was which was a really special win. Oh, if that is the way that he goes out, it's um, it's fantastic. Uh, I've absolutely loved him. Admittedly, it is a roller coaster. You know, he features on on shows like Punters Intelligence. He's always going to to. Uh, you know, light the track up late. So he always appears in sectional data as a real highlight and he's been in everybody's black book over the years. So uh, well done with the job that you've done with him and well done on the win yesterday. It was a it was a case of near misses pretty much from that point on for you, wasn't it? I mean, and again, we've spoken a few times at the midweeks about this horse. I thought it was such a good run, but I've asked you before about the convictions with uh, a couple of them. Prince of Pessa got a win the other week, but, uh, and again, the only real conviction is is the winning strike rate. Yeah, look, I think she's very genuine. You know, it's easy to assume when horses don't win very often that, you know, that they're, um, I'm not going to use the word cat because I hate that. I think it's a horrible term for a horse, but, you know, that they're in any way um, not genuine. But I think she tries a heart out that man. Um, I mean, she's only won one race, so she's she's racing above her grade to be in Saturday grade. 
but she's also um, group placed. So it's a bit, a bit, it's a bit pointless me taking her back and winning a race at the provincials or anything like that to, to you know, to increase or, or uh, to improve her CV. She needs to be, you know, and she deserves to be in Saturday grade racing. So um, she's been pretty unlucky this prep. She's another one. She hasn't hit a wet track. She's dying, crying out for a, a bit of a wet track. But she's um, she's been racing really well. And yesterday's effort was, 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 was excellent. It was only just failed by a very narrow margin. You're certainly not the only trainer who's made mention to me over the past few weeks and even months that there's meant to be rain at this time of year and and there hasn't been. Hey, uh, despite the fact that you had a winner, I thought the best run from the stable yesterday was King of the Castle. That was just brilliant from a fair way back behind Bold Mac. Yeah, I really like this horse. A lot of time for him. He's a, um, he's a unique sort of horse. He came from the absolute bottom of the South Island there at Riverton and sort of just you stare out at Riverton and you're looking at the Antarctic. So it's a, um, uh, there's not that many horses in work down there. And Kelvin Tyler, his original trainer, stayed in the ownership and they're, they're fantastic, his family. Um, and we've got a new group of owners in him as well. And he's, while he's, um, while he's a six year old, he's only very lightly raced. And I really feel like he's going to win a, he's going to win a nice race or two. So consideration with him, maybe going to cost for the, for the big dance qualifier. Mm. Um, but, uh, he's had a good prep so far. He's won a couple and, and um, and and being close in Saturday company, so I, as I, say, I think I think a big a big win is there for this horse. Joe, you love your bunnies, we love Origin, but it's over. So your South Sydney side can finally get back to being at full strength, and if they do, can you give it a tilt? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I remain quite confident. Actually, I'm not worried about what happened the other night with the dogs. We had eight, eight regular first graders out, but I think what what happened the other night for Cody, especially, will just give him so much confidence because he's always been a you know a, a world class player. But to give him a, another opportunity on that stage, he wouldn't have been expecting that, and for him to shine like that. Uh, I mean, I I was sort of you know was hoping. I thought the South Sydney players were used pretty poorly this year. Um, um, Cam Murray didn't really get his opportunity. Cookie was misused at playing at centre for one game. So I, I think um, I hope the new coach, and I'm, I think there'll be a new coach, uses, uses the, the buddies players a little bit better next year. Joe, I'll throw you on the spot here. Our talk topic is sports people over the years that have got on your goat. Champions. Champions, yeah. <laughs> We're not bagging them. We're saying that they are wonderful sports people, but they've just annoyed you. Is there anyone over the term of you watching sport that's irritated you? Um, I kind of don't like the... Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention Jared Hayne. <laughs> he, annoyed me. He, he annoyed me a bit. Um, very talented, super talented, but I, I don't know. I just didn't see it often enough for him. So uh, I, I, hate to, yeah, I hate to do it to him, but yeah, Jared Hayne. He certainly was a prodigious talent, Jared, wasn't he? Yeah, mate, it's been good to have you on and best of luck with the uh, bunnies. It sounds as though that's almost the passion project above the horses at times. We might get you on to talk league more often, but um, you did a great job with Brutality and I look forward to hearing more on that front. And good luck for the spring as well. Think about it's the, the headline act, I'm sure, but you have plenty of quality in that stable and, and the Everest is just the pinnacle in what will be a big spring, I'm sure. No problems at all. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Joe.